Hello, my fellow history nerds. It's finally here. Our 100th episode. I thought it might never come, but here we are. This episode is going to be a little different because the only history we'll be digging into will be from just a few years ago. So if this is your first time here, this is not the norm, but a really great introduction into the world of Bag of Bones. Welcome. My name is Elizabeth Bougeret, and I'm that person that, when studying the many facets of history, likes to peek behind the curtain, investigate the hidden passages, drop into the rabbit hole, or dare to walk in the shadows, because we all know that's where the good stories can be found. Take a listen, then, to discover what dark or peculiar pieces of American history can be found this week from my bag of bones. I'm treating this episode as an opportunity to answer some of your questions and also let you know what is in store for the future of this history podcast. I've been working on the behind the scenes stuff for about three months, and I'm pretty excited for what the Bag of Bones podcast could grow into. So let's begin with some accumulated questions I've received over the course of the Bag of Bones podcast release. I am late to the game of podcasting, and by the time I was introduced to it, I was obsessed. I travel a lot, and it was the perfect entertainment while I was out and about on the open road. When I was told that I, too, could create a podcast, it grew into a full bank of ideas and several podcasts. Might as well have my own radio station. I was getting everyone involved, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger until my daughter, who was already hosting a podcast with three others and knew the amount of work that goes into its creation, kindly told me that perhaps I should just start with one. Bag of Bones was created. A podcast all about the stories of history that were never shared with us in school. A peek behind the curtain of how America lived, worked, and played. A walk down hidden passages to places we've rarely heard of to witness events some would rather have kept swept under the rug. Diving into the rabbit hole of a country growing faster than it was prepared to, or how to handle that growth, and sometimes making it difficult to coexist. Where one story leads to another, and then to another. A podcast that is perfectly comfortable walking into the shadows of what it takes to survive unbeatable odds, shocking natural disasters, looking into the faces of pure evil, medical advances, and even biographies of those whom legends are made. It has all the makings of a podcast that could literally go on forever, and topics that never grow boring, or even in a time when we have knowledge at our fingertips, there's still a few surprises tucked away in our history's tapestry. The Bag of Bones podcast. It could be dark and creepy, and also funny, sarcastic, and full of cringeworthy facts, just like its host. Our first episode was released September 24th, 2020, to crickets. It was a ghost story. A ghost story to a ghost audience. But that's okay. It was kind of awful, and I really didn't want anyone to hear it. It was going to be good information, good content, but I was so nervous. 
Was I talking too fast? Was I talking too slow? Was I enunciating? It's better that no one listens. It's a ghost story from my hometown, St. Louis, Missouri, the Lemp Mansion. I didn't really put much thought into the long term, only that I knew I didn't want to put out garbage. So, I am consumed with accurate research, even if the only one that's listening was my dog. I hated my voice. I had no idea how hard it was, how many words it takes to fill up 15 minutes of time, much less my goal of 30 minutes. I had no idea just how much research was involved and how much bunk is out there calling itself facts. Thank goodness I started on a topic that I was familiar with, so I was alerted to these kinds of things and am still very wary of any information I find to this day. I researched, wrote, recorded, and released three episodes. The Lemp Mansion, Hoarding Can Be Deadly, and the tragic story of the murder-suicide of comedian Phil Hartman. That's it. I'm done. This just wasn't worth it. Why would anyone do this to themselves? No one is listening anyway. But then, I saw my logo. There it was. And there was my name. It was out there on the interwebs for just anyone to see. For those who don't know my history, I am an author first, so (laughs) seeing this podcast published was the same dopamine hit that I got, and still get, when I see my books for sale on Amazon for the first time. I was hooked. I didn't even care if anyone listened or not. I found my new passion, and it became an overwhelming obsession, much to the dismay of my book fans, but more on that later. After some time, I really don't even know when, it it turns out, I was not alone. There were others listening, and no, it was not my family. It wasn't even my friends, really. In fact, side note, my family and friends were so afraid to listen, assuming that it was going to be bad, and they didn't want to have to tell me that. So most didn't listen until way into my first year. I eventually won their approval, and they binged the rest. So soon, I had a hundred downloads, then two hundred. It's been a slow grow because I'm not a celebrity or rich enough to invest in lots of advertisements, but we are coming along quite nicely. About four months ago, all the numbers jumped. It's like suddenly one listened and they told two friends and they told two friends and so on and so on and so on. It told me that I need to start paying attention and this could no longer be just a hobby. This year, this third season, I am going to focus on growth instead of just waiting to see what happens. This was my marketing plan for the last two seasons. I I don't know what I'm doing. In the words of Indiana Jones, I'm just making this up as I go along. I think this answers most of the questions I've gotten, how I got started, but wait, let me check real quick. Here's one more. What is it about history that you enjoy so much? I'm not sure, really. I have always been fascinated with how people lived in times gone by. I have such respect for the hardiness of people, people who can overcome and persevere. I never did enjoy history class. I didn't care about dates and battles. I cared about the people, 
and the way things were, and how we got to where we are now. My family, when the kids were young, we would go to historic places, and I would hear stories about the Native Americans that lived in the area, and my family would wait patiently as I went searching for arrowheads. My dad was the wanderer of the family, and I think I got my wanderlust from him. Both parents enjoyed history, but they didn't dig into it the way I have. I guess I was enchanted? So when I got older and I started doing my own thing, reading books and stuff, maybe I was shocked that there was bad people back then? That they put what in their food? Wait, there's arsenic and makeup? I just had to know all the things. After I read a book about disasters in America, because I had read all the dog books already, I was hooked. I would always, from that point forward, lean more towards the dark side of things. Loved the Old West outlaws, the gangsters, Jack the Ripper, people who just decided to make their own rules and eventually suffer the consequences of that. But what makes people do the things they do? The brain is an interesting study to me. My curiosity never went away, but I didn't really talk about it much because it seemed so weird until social media became a thing. I never realized there were so many other weirdos out there just like me. Suddenly, I was given permission to explore the dark side as much as I dared. And as far as my curiosity of haunted places, you might not know I grew up in a haunted house, a a real haunted house. Our ghost was very uh, present, and he let everybody know that he was around. My mom named him Cecil, so he wouldn't scare her so much. But yeah, so because of that, I think that's why sometimes I'm more sensitive to ghostly encounters. Sometimes not, and that's perfectly okay with me. I can talk about it all day long, though, with humans. And I love hearing other people's stories. But if I never have another personal ghost story to contribute beyond my youth, I am also okay with that. I don't attempt to make contact with them, and I never owned or even touched a Ouija board. Curious, not crazy. I have a very clear view of the lines that won't be crossed. I am not looking to bring dark into my world. I just like to peek around and examine it from a safe distance. And piggybacking on that comment, here is another question. She asked a few months ago, and of course I already answered her, but I thought I would share it with you. She says, After I discovered you, I looked up your books on Amazon. You write Christian fiction? (laughs) Um, yes? Couldn't we just say I am well-rounded? I do love having a voice that can bring darkness into the light, and also look on events and people with eyes of compassion. Yes, yes, before you call me out, I do tend to be a tiny bit sarcastic, and I might look harshly on those who lean toward stupidity. Sorry, my bad. But the facts are there. I'm just here to tell the story. And lastly, I still hate my voice. I despise how it sounds but apparently I've discovered most people feel that way about their voice. So when I started, I did everything I could to speak in lower, more calm register. 
thinking it would annoy people less. But it wasn't me, and it hurt my throat. It took two people to give me a change of heart. One, my oldest child, said that she couldn't listen to the podcast because she knew it was me, but I just sounded weird and she didn't like it. Fix it, she said. And another was a listener who said I sounded bored. He said I should share my real self with the audience. So I did. Giggles, mini mouse octaves, audio eye rolls, and all. I am flattered that you ask questions about me. I found it odd at first, but I guess it makes sense if we spend every week together. I mean, that's why I love hearing from you too. It's lonely work behind the mic, not knowing if anyone is listening or not. So it means a lot when you take time out of your day to reach out and connect with me. So if you haven't, please accept this invitation to say hi. I'm always on Facebook and Instagram, and I do read every single email that comes through. And spoiler alert, there's about to be new ways we get to connect. So, 100 episodes. We've covered a lot of ground in that amount of time. If you've been to my website, you'll see I have a page dedicated to the episode topics, and there's quite a few to choose from. So, out of curiosity, I had Katie, who is not only my youngest child, but also the audio editor of the podcast, to look up your top favorites. I was very surprised, and I thought you might be interested in how the episodes fleshed out as well. So, the top 10 episodes rated by number of downloads are as follows. Number 10. This is the Anniversary Edition, Part 1, 24 Days of September and that's episode 52 of season 1. It was our first anniversary. I had to do something big. In this episode, we dug through all of history to find those prominent bag-of-bones-ish news headlines and do a quick mad dash through the events that happened in the first 24 days of September on any given year. That was a fun episode to do. There were so many micro-stories. Coming in at number 9 is episode 19, The Bandit Queen. This one is about the outlaw Belle Star and the truth surrounding her infamy. She's my favorite outlaw, so she was released on my birthday. That's the thing about my promise to bring you the facts. I've discovered a lot of things I always thought were true are being debunked. Now, while I love being the one to share the truth, There's just something about being deceived, not in a malicious way or anything, but maybe disappointed? This episode was one of those. Then there's number eight, The Devil's Playground, episode number 48. This one deals with demonic possession. True stories. Number seven is from Old Hollywood, The Unsolved Murder of William Desmond Taylor. I I really don't like unsolved stories. Not because they're not good stories, but they get in my head. And I keep searching and searching and researching, completely convinced that I can find that missing puzzle piece. Episode 26, A Hollywood Whodunit. Apparently, it gnawed at you too. Glad I'm not alone. Which brings us to number six. 
Ed Gein's Fashion and Decorating Tips, Episode 28. I got several emails about this episode. Most of you were disappointed that I didn't focus the whole episode on Gein himself. But I, I'm really wanting to cover things that you haven't heard millions of times. Now, be honest. How many podcasts have you heard about human skin shoes? Why'd be just another stripe on a zebra? I'd like to be the spot. Not too way out there, but just unique enough that people notice. The number five spot, oddly enough, goes to the second half of the first anniversary episode. How did more people listen to part two than part one? I'm not sure. But the numbers don't lie, I guess. So if you haven't heard it, scroll back to episode 53 and then I guess back to 52? Not sure how. Anyway, apparently both parts were worth listening to. On to spot number four. This is one of only two episodes from season two. It's episode 33, Dr. Beaumont and the Study of Digestion. This was the story about a doctor who took on a patient with the initial intent to heal him, but instead turned him into a scientific experiment. It became an odd codependent relationship. Number three. The suspense is killing you, right? I had so much fun breaking down the numbers behind everything. It was really interesting which episodes outperformed which. Some were popular right out of the gate, and others had a slow build in listens. And your choice of topics all over the board. Which isn't saying much, obviously, mine are too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The number three spot goes to episode 27, Abandoned Places. In this episode, we talked about the heyday and the emptiness of a few interesting places that looked like they clocked out from work and never came back. I was surprised that this one had such a high ranking. And to be honest, it kind of made me sad. I love architecture, and it's sad when these beautiful places are just left to rot and be swallowed up by nature or vandals. Okay, maybe it's not so strange that others like this episode. That makes sense. There is another one coming, so yeah, spoiler alert. The number two most popular goes to Season 2's Episode 4, The Rosewood Massacre. This one was a tragedy for sure. Some of these stories are harder to tell than others, but they need to be told and retold, lest we forget. Believe it or not, I go through the gamut of emotions when preparing for many of these episodes. I feel things very deeply. I wonder if you can hear it on your end how much it affects the heart and not just the researcher's brain. The number one. The most popular episode. (laughs) The very one I didn't want anyone to hear. Episode number one. The Lemp Mansion. In all fairness, it had the most time to build up downloads since it's been out the longest. But I've been told more than once that when someone finds your podcast and likes the initial episode they hear, wherever they are in the timeline, they are more likely to go back to the beginning and get caught up. I know I do that with many of my new finds, so I guess I ought to be more flattered than embarrassed 
because if you kept listening after that first episode, I must be doing something right, right? (laughs) Or maybe they just listened to that first episode, decide that it really is horrible, and that's it. Hmm, I wonder. Numbers and stats, both a blessing and a curse. But you can see what I mean. The topics are all over the place. It was a fascinating research. And what I find kind of funny, well, no, not funny, but maybe curious, I promote Bag of Bones podcast as mainly a historic true crime podcast, but only one of the top 10 is considered true crime. And also, only one of what I would call my favorites hit top 10. The episodes that I thought for sure everyone would love are not even in the top 20. So, I've decided to put together a survey, and I'd be most grateful if you'd fill it out when you have time. I'll sprinkle it around in the socials, and I will post it on the website. So, no rush, but I really am curious about the things that you would like to hear more of. Hey everyone, it's Elizabeth Bougeret with Bag of Bones. I just need to interrupt this episode for just a quick second to make a sincere request. I've discovered that the best way to help a podcast to grow is, firstly, by word of mouth. If you are enjoying the Bag of Bones content, be sure to tell your friends about it. And then secondly, is through our reviews. Same concept, you're telling others how much you enjoy listening to the podcast, but you're reaching people that you don't even know. And with every new rating and review, the podcast platforms will then share Bag of Bones with other possible listeners. So again, if you enjoy Bag of Bones content, please share your views with others by leaving a 5-star rating and review that will entice others to give us a try. Thank you so much to those who have already done this, and thank you to those who are about to. Okay, okay, my time is up. Back to the show. Thank you! The first season had 53 episodes. There was so much pressure from the podcast community about putting out consistent content every week. I don't know how some of these podcasts release every day, and I'm still trying to figure out how they put out multiple podcasts. I love this medium so much, and there's so much more I'd like to do, but it is so time-consuming, and there is such a learning curve. So many plates have to be spinning at the same time, at any given time. For season two, I only eked out 33 episodes. Then, I crashed and burned for a bit. That, that was hard. I missed not creating, and I felt really guilty, but I just couldn't make myself do it. It was kind of a dark time. And then, Season 3 was released. And you welcomed me back with open arms, and the show literally took off. Thank you for that. So, I'm asked what it looks like behind the scenes. And I'm hesitant to answer that, because there's still so much I have to learn. I am certainly not an expert, and I'm currently undoing things I initially did wrong, 
but I feel I'm on the right track now. But the short version, I guess, is that I create about one episode per week. Most of my time is spent in the research phase. Oh, and question within the question, I find my topics in a variety of places. I get suggestions from you lovely people all the time. Even people who don't listen to the podcast but know what I do will send me subjects they think I might be interested in. I love that. I read a lot, and usually one subject brings up another, and then you find that history is one giant cobweb all strung together. So I gather the topics, and then I put them in categories, and there they wait until a slot opens up for them. I try to mix them up pretty regularly, but apparently I need to pull the true crime down the list a few notches. A lot of my research after the broad overview turns out to be fact-checking. I'm looking for new angles or little-known tidbits, and then the writing. I gather all of my information and create an outline of how I want to tell the story, and then I write the first script. Rarely is it ever how I want it to be the first go-round, so I tweak it, add more, subtract some, and make sure it has a solid story that's interesting but also has a pleasant flow. Recording takes about two or three hours, and that's because when I make a mistake, I stop, I go back, re-record, and continue. Katie says I am supposed to just keep going, but I try not to make more work for her. But that is also why there is never a blooper reel. Sorry, I, I just feel the need to fix it right then. In looking at the creation of podcasts, the Bag of Bones podcast anyway, and comparing that to the creation of writing a book, it's like producing a full-length novel every one and a half to two months. It's a lot of work. This really is my full-time job. And if I'm not writing for the podcast, I'm writing for the website. And then I'm also puttering around in my book stories. I am a full-time writer in every sense of the word. Once the episode is released, I spend a ridiculous amount of time promoting it. I promote the podcast as a whole, as well as the individual episodes. I am always looking to get the word out, but one person can only do so much. Not for lack of trying! And I am constantly in learning mode. For example, this month I am learning all there is to know about email lists, and next month I need to learn more about search engine optimization. It makes for some long days. But I I love it. I really do love it. So this is not me complaining. I've asked for this career. I have prayed for this career for decades. It's a job that I can do overlooking a mountain range, or soaking up the sun beside the ocean. I love to travel and see history firsthand and then tell you all about it. This is the perfect career for me. This is also the perfect segue to shift from the past and present into the future. I had no idea the doors that could open up for me just by sharing 
interesting tidbits of people and events from our history. I have learned so much. I learn something new with every single episode. Some I could have done without learning, I'm sure, but it fascinates me nonetheless. Humans are curious creatures. For any of my book fans that may be listening, I have not forgotten you, and you will have a new offering coming in February. It's going to be something completely new, a little bit different, but very exciting. And for the Dark Side fans, I have got a book in the works for you as well. Like I said, I am writing every day. Yours, with any luck, will be released in October. The best time to release a spooky book, right? The only teaser I'll give is that it is a psychological thriller. I realize I am pressing myself pretty hard for time, but there's just so much I want to do for you. One of the reasons I'd like to write a thriller book, and this this ties into everything, I promise, I think that I mentioned it somewhere that I would like to continue traveling. So I would like to start meeting some of the fans, and one of the best places to do that are at the podcast cons or at the spooky cons. Having a podcast is great. It gets me in the door and my own table, but it's even better if you have a book to sell also. And speaking of traveling, oh, how I love to touch and walk on the same ground as historical events and and people from history. It's so amazing to see something built hundreds of years ago still standing. A few years ago, I went to Jamestown, the actual Jamestown in Virginia, and stood on the same ground as those who built the first community here in America. It was very moving. Okay, I'm I'm weird, I know, but I find it so inspiring. But for the most part, on the majority of my travels, I went places, took a bazillion pictures, and soaked up as much information as I could before I had to move on to the next place. Pretty much kept my nerdy history side to myself and never really connected with others. But this new year, I'd like to be able to linger in a few places and double down. Which brings me to Bag of Bones Lives. Okay, picture this. A beautiful museum. Maybe a haunted house. Or maybe a historic mansion. Something along those lines. And we open the doors to guests. And I do a live taping of an episode. So I would do all the history and the background and do the research and everything. But then I'd be interviewing people who work there or maybe experts in the area. People who have had experiences and whatnot. And we'd make it into like a party. So the audience would be a part of the recording. And there would be games and prizes, maybe live music or drinks and snackies. It could be a completely different event every single time, depending on the location. These would be live events that you could attend if you wanted to travel, or it might end up being in your own hometown. It would be such a fun event. You could be part of a one-of-a-kind podcast episode. If you and the plus one of your choice would like to be able to attend these for free, keep listening. I have been to so many historic places 
and talked with so many people who knew far more than I, and I would love to be able to capture that in a party-like atmosphere. Again, history does not have to be boring. I come from a theater background, so I am all about putting together a great show. These episodes, these lives, will allow me to travel and bring you amazing new shows, I'm hoping, at least once a month. And, as a cherry on top, you'll never guess who might be coming on board for our very first Bag of Bones Live. I'll just tell you. The Lemp Mansion. How perfect would that be? There are so many ghost stories from that place. It could go on for days. That would bring us full circle. So, Bag of Bones would have The Lemp Mansion as episode number one and Bag of Bones Live number one. Please keep your fingers crossed that we can launch the Bag of Bones Live at the infamous Lemp Mansion. I will be sure to bring you all the details the moment I find out for sure. You you know I won't be able to help myself. And we are also in the talks of two other places who love the idea of the live podcasts. But again, since this is new territory for me, it's all a learning curve. But I will keep you posted as things come up. Let me see. What else is happening? Oh, not nearly as exciting as the last bit, but still important. I have created an actual schedule with built-in breaks. That makes me feel grown up having a schedule. It makes me feel like we're being we're a professional podcast now. But this is just to keep you from being disappointed if I fall behind your trusted Thursday morning dark history fix is just missing. You'll know ahead of time. I'm hoping it will help me steer clear of burnout and help me fulfill all of these other goals I'm putting on myself. So the third season, and for those following, should average out to be about 40 to 44 episodes. If you want the details of the new schedule, the weeks that there won't be a podcast, I have it up on the website. But the quick answer is I'll be taking off every 10th episode and then a few weeks in late summer so I can gear up for the new season in September. Side note. I completely redid my website, and I'm pretty proud of it. Bag of Bones has its own whole section to itself now, and you'll be able to find all of the episodes there, and you can listen directly and read the transcript if you're interested. It's a work in progress, but I'm hoping it'll be complete in the next few months. You really should go check it out. There's a blog called Beyond the Bones, so I can do quick little tidbits and add newly discovered information about past podcasts. And there's Topics page, and then there's there's about to be so much new great stuff. One more thing's Bag of Bones is adding, thanks to your requests. I love getting your requests, by the way. Sometimes I just get stuck, and I can't decide what episode to do next, and lo and behold, a suggestion comes through. Some I save, and others strike me just at the right moment, and others I'm afraid I couldn't use. Until now! If you've noticed, this past year I had to put boundaries around them. They had to be pre-1970, and they have to be based in America. I get lots of requests from lots of places, so I had to narrow it down to keep Bag of Bones podcast a spot among the stripes. But I have listened, and now 
I will be adding one International Bones episode per month, meaning I'll take your suggestions from outside America. Turns out, there is crazy people and dark history all over the place. And you have mentioned more than once that you need me to go check it out for you. I shall rise to the challenge, but there's a caveat. To make all of these announcements a reality, I need a bit of help. I am super excited to announce that Bag of Bones podcast has joined up with the Patreon network. Patreon is a place where creators and those who love what they create can come together. Patrons join the platform and help support creators so they can continue to create. And in that exchange, there is really cool stuff and fun stuff that gets to happen. Creators, in this case podcasters, in this case me, create how they want to give back in gratitude for support. You would be helping me support our mission. What is the Bag of Bones podcast mission? Keep creating quality podcast episodes and other cool stuff, bringing a really unique view of our American history into the light. And because my love language is giving, I have packed out the subscriber levels with all kinds of goodies. If you have a moment more, I'd love to tell you about some of the things that will be happening to those who choose to become part of the club. Club? Gang? Coven? I feel like we should have a cool, spooky name for our group. Uh, I don't know. I'll work on it. There are a choice of five tiers. The first one is just a couple dollars per month, and it can go up to only $30. There are members-only access to the International Bones and Bag of Bones live episodes. There are opportunities to receive merch on almost every level. You can get postcards from me on a quarterly or monthly basis. You can even get entrance for two to the Bag of Bones live events for free and to the VIP upgrades too when those are available. Plus, what's the point of having VIP access if you don't get a cool Bag of Bones lanyard to show it off? Patreon also gives us an opportunity to have more of a community so all of us weirdos can hang out and plan stuff. For instance, you'll have more access to me, and you'll be able to choose some of the next episodes we produce. Oh, oh, and the t-shirts! Who doesn't love a good t-shirt? Or hoodies? I have been wanting to offer t-shirts for so long, and now we can, thanks to Patreon. When you join the club, oh, oh, a murder! We could be a murder! Not not that we're crows, but... uh, Sorry. Anyway, back to the merch. So, at any level, you'll get a percentage off the new merch. T-shirts, hoodies, hats, cups, and more that are being created as we, we meaning I, speak. I am so excited! These designs are so great, you're going to want all of them. And you can get them at a discount. Plus, you'll get first glimpse of exclusive Bag of Bones designs before we release them to the public. And, taking a cue from other podcasters, there will probably only be a specific number made to make them even more unique. In fact, 
the top tier is basically a t-shirt club. In addition to all the other goodies from all the other tiers, this tier gets everything. You automatically get the newest design sent to you, unless you opt out, of course, every other month. Are you excited to see the details? You can check out our brand new page at patreon.com and then add Bag of Bones podcast to the search. And there we are! You can choose any level and I will welcome you in right away. You can click the direct link in the show notes to go straight to the page. And of course, if you're driving, the link is going to be plastered everywhere. If you've ever wondered how you can help the podcast to keep creating amazing content, this would be it. With your patronage, it will make sure that we have proper equipment to offer a quality production. It will allow me to bring you new locations, and it would relieve some of the stress for all the behind the microphone upkeep. Also, I hope you know, I will be more grateful than words could ever express. So that's that's pretty much why I loaded up each tier with amazing gifts so I could thank you properly. I am so excited for this next year, and I hope you'll be coming along to join the, uh, the, um, Bag of Bones Den? Colony? Bag of Bones Skulk? I'll think on it. Anyway, it also happens to be my birthday month, so I wanted to sweeten the deal. If you sign up within the next 10 days at the peak behind the curtain level or above, (laughs) see what I did there, you will get an extra gift, but this one is super limited. There are only 20. It's a lap blanket. I snuck pictures of it on the socials, but it's a warm, cozy 47 inch by 63 inch polyester gray lap blanket with the Bag of Bones name and signature skull embroidered on the corner. It is the bestest thing! It's perfect for snuggying up with your beverage of choice and listening to the podcast of the same name. Of course, I ordered an extra one just for me, but seriously, there are only 20. And if you don't sign up in time, I am not going to be mad having extra blankets. Just saying. For those of you who join on the annual level, you will get your blanket and other gifts right away. If you opt in for the monthly route, the gifts will automatically be sent out at the third month after you sign up. Only 20 people. There's only 20. There will be no more of these made. Can't be bought in any store. I hope you join me. I hope you find value in each of the episodes. I hope you'll allow me to continue by offering your support. I can't wait for you to go over to the Patreon page and see all the goodness. We are going to have so much fun in our drove, brood, pod? (laughs) A podcast pod? (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) It was also suggested that I put a challenge out there. More for me, I guess, but I won't have to fulfill it if you don't do your part. So this is a double-edged sword of sorts. The only other request that I receive on a regular basis that I just can't make myself commit to is video. 
And yes, I realized that Bag of Bones live events would be extra cool with video. And yes, I realized the potential of growth in having a channel on YouTube. So, I'll make you a deal. The challenge is this. When I reach 1,000 members to our little, uh, aggregation, it should give me the funding to be able to hire someone to get us on YouTube. 1,000 members would allow us to do so many things. <sighs> so there it is. Bag of Bones will add YouTube to our platform <laughs> with video <laughs> when we hit 1,000 subscribers. That's right. I said it. I put it out into the universe. Now, it's up to you. I will be spending even more time this season to get Bag of Bones podcast into the earbuds of more people. I really think we've got something special here, and I would love it and would be so honored if you could help. So please, before you forget, jump on over to patreon.com and don't forget to share the episodes and the memes and all the links with everybody you know. I am so grateful to each and every one of you for bringing the podcast this far. And with your help, I'd like to increase the listenership by at least another 15% in Season 3. I've got some really great topics lined up for you this season, and as usual, they go in all kinds of directions. And this year, the Bag of Bones podcast crosses the oceans as well. With our members-only exclusive International Bones episodes, I can't wait to hear your input on those topics. So much to look forward to. Thank you for spending this episode with me. This was a bit of a personal one, but I'm glad you've allowed me to come into your world and share a bit about me. Technically, I am a historical relic, and I do fit into the Bag of Bones podcast guidelines. <laughs> so hurry. Don't wait. Click the link in the show notes or go directly to patreon.com and type in Bag of Bones podcast in the search bar. We aren't a big enough pod to have the name in the link. Yet. From this moment on, I shall be waiting, pen ready, to address your welcome kits. I'm Elizabeth Bougeret proud creator of the Bag of Bones podcast and host to the most amazing fans. Until next week, then. Bag of Bones is created, researched, written, and hosted by Elizabeth Bougeret, edited by Katie Bougeret Caldwell. Music by Johnny Reed. To learn more about the show, visit elizabethbougeret.com. To become a patron, please look up Bag of Bones Podcast at patreon.com for exclusive content and merch. Copyrights by Elizabeth Bougeret and DCT Enterprises.